Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The end of the fiscal year is approaching and the House has passed seven appropriations bills so far. The Senate has done six. The Professional Services Council says that's more appropriations work accomplished at this point in the year than in the last 12 to 13 years, but that does not guarantee any certainty about the prospects of another government shutdown in 2018. PSC is encouraging its members to start preparing now for a possible lapse in appropriations after September 30th. Senator Claire McCaskill is troubled by potential cuts to several inspectors general offices. Her office finds the Trump administration's fiscal 2019 budget plan would substantially cut five IG offices' budgets and give nine IG offices less than what they outlined in their budget requests. McCaskill says these cuts could hurt those IG offices' oversight impact. Director of National Intelligence Dan Coats named Stacey Dixon as the new head of the Intelligence Advanced Research Projects activity. Dixon spent the last 15 years serving in several science and technology roles in the intelligence community. She'll take over for Jason Matheny, who's been IARPA director for the past three years. The Army wants its cyber troops to learn how their keystrokes might impact the real world. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. At an event next week, members of the Army's Cyber Protection Brigade will arrive by helicopter at the Muscatatuck Training Center in Indiana. Their job will be to defend a port under attack by cyber adversaries. The facility is unique. Besides that port, it has a fully functioning power plant, a subway station, and several other features that make up modern cities. Designers of the exercise believe it'll give cyber defenders a deeper training experience that they would get under a traditional cyber range. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. NIST and DISA want to bring some standardization to how agencies buy cloud services from the private sector. An interagency group plans to develop a catalog of standardized metrics for service level agreements for agencies to use when buying commercial cloud services. The SLAs would not be mandatory, but would serve as a tool for agencies as they write new cloud contracts. NIST and DISA released a request for information earlier this week seeking industry feedback on what those metrics would be. The interagency group has identified 10 categories where SLA metrics are required, including performance, data management, and termination of service. Responses to the RFI are due September 10th. I'm Jason Miller. The Agriculture Department's signature IT modernization initiative, Farmers.gov, adds two new features. USDA says the portal now includes a place for users to conduct secure business transactions. It also now has a disaster assistance discovery tool. The initial version of the business transaction tool is a secure dashboard for producers to manage program applications and other USDA documents. The disaster discovery tool asks farmers to answer five questions to help them identify what USDA disaster assistance programs meet their needs. It takes the Merit Systems Protection Board about 100 days on average to resolve an employee's initial appeal of a disciplinary action. Petitions for a review to the full board take anywhere from 99 to 250 days. The Government Accountability Office reviewed the steps agencies take to discipline federal employees for misconduct. It says suspensions are the most commonly used form of punishment. A quarter of suspended federal employees have multiple suspensions. A Justice Department employee will not face any disciplinary action for harassing Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen at a restaurant, according to the Washington Times. The Office of Special Counsel concludes Allison Harabar's actions and Twitter posts complaining about deportation and detention policy are not political activity. Harabar works as a paralegal at DOJ. And a federal grand jury indicts a man for making a bomb threat at the Veterans Affairs Clinic in Mount Vernon, Missouri. The indictment alleges Richard Turner threatened to blow up the community-based outpatient clinic located in Mount Vernon last month after he was told his appointment time had been changed. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.